Here we go in three, two, one. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast, a podcast to promote and improve your practice as an athletic trainer. Today, we're talking about elevating the profession with a rising star award from Henry Sheen. And Eric Kearns is the director of athletics and schools. He's been with uh, with the company for 13 years or been in the profession 13 years um, working with medical supply supplying schools. And so one of the things that Inishine does is support athletic trainers. They also support or uh, sponsor a PSATs, uh, PFATs, Professional Football Athletic Trainer Society um, Award for Athletic Trainers as well. And so the Rising Star Athletic Trainer Award is kind of what we're going to be talking about and how Eric is helping to promote and improve the profession of athletic training from where he is standing on the outside, not as an athletic trainer, but working from the outside. Eric, welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast. Hey, Jeremy, how are you? Thanks for having me. Uh, definitely appreciate getting to talk to you today and uh, talking about some of the great things that we're doing to help elevate the profession. Uh, here at Henry Shine, we um, we look to give back, and one of our MOs is uh, doing well by doing good. And uh, as I moved into this new role uh, at Henry Shine as the director, one of the things I wanted to do as being a sales rep in the Southeast for many years was to start doing some active uh, promotion of the profession and also rewarding those that are doing great things to uh, show that athletic trainers are go above and beyond for their athletes. So thanks for having me. Fantastic. So Eric and I uh, have kind of actually been trying to connect for several years. So way back before COVID, we met at the Peace Actress of the Professional Soccer Athletic Trainer Society in Orlando. And so we were kind of talking then and, you know, we emailed back and forth a few times, but then COVID and everything, everything just whatever fell off there. So just recently they reached out and said, Hey, can we talk? And so here we are again, this is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash elevate. I'll have a link to the rising star award, but I've also created a short link there. So again, this podcast is slash elevate, but the link to the award, the most recent award and information on how maybe you can apply or nominate somebody will be sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash rising star award. So again, that's the right, it's sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash rising star award. If you want to check out their most recent or see how you can um, uh, uh, nominate somebody or even nominate yourself, Eric, why don't you tell us about the rising star award? Yeah, so Rising Star Award, it came up, as I mentioned, it's been, um, it was kind of something that I was like trying to think of something to give back to the community, um, always thinking of ideas on how we can give back. And this came in as, you know, what what's some of the conflicts going on in, in athletic training today? You know, one being just lack of athletic trainers, right? Um, so I think recognition of those that are early in their careers, those that are just coming up, in the game, um, letting the world know all the great things that these young athletic trainers or new athletic trainers are doing. Um, that was how we started to come up with it, worked with my marketing team to try to come up with a good idea to do such and how we would uh, promote it. Uh, and we came up with the Rising Star Award. As mentioned, it's, it's for those that are new in the uh, profession, those that are coming up and, and doing great things and who we believe that could be um, the next future star best part about it is it's uh, it's nominated and voted on by peers. So it's not something that Henry Schein selects or handpicks. Um, so we're watching the whole thing play out. Um, and basically what it is, is we give um, the athletic training community the opportunity to nominate someone who has done something great or gone above and beyond for the profession. 
Um, the athletic trainer needs to be less than five years of experience. And as we um, receive all these nominations, we select a group of judges, which is six judges. Uh, it started as five for our first year. This was our second year. And what we did was the rising star of the year before, we put them on the judges panel. We divide up all the nominations amongst the judges and we let them choose their top two folks, um, which then we bring it down to the top six. And those top six are then promoted through our Facebook page um, and through some social media advertising on their story, what they've done, uh, just so the people know who these folks are in a deeper dive. And then we open it up for voting for athletic trainers or anybody in the community at all to vote on who's got the best story or who deserves the award. And you'd see, it, it's crazy because uh, when we first started, we didn't know how this thing would go, but um, it ended up having um, a lot of folks actually like campaigning for themselves, right? So the, not, the finalists were campaigning, they were getting people to vote for them and you saw who was actually putting in the work in. So I think the winner ends up not only being somebody with a great story, because they all had great stories, right? They all had done something wonderful, but it shows the person who's ready, to, really ready to put in the work. So the person who put in the work, the person who had a really great story um, was the one that usually ends up as the winner. And um, so for, again, this is our second year doing it and we, we plan on doing this continuously um, and continuing to uh, support the profession in that way. But uh, to me, a really great thing, I think even the nominees that didn't get uh, the award, we hook them up with a little prize and, you know, we inviting them to future events that we have and we keep our eye on them and, and we'll promote them in any way. Um, but once the winner is selected, we'll do a chat like this with them that we've just recently put on our social media platform. Um, we call them shine chats. And then we'll do some internal um, videos with them where they're basically showing us what are, some of the techniques or some of the products that they like to use or, or just teaching other athletic trainers, some of their famed uh, techniques and whatnot. So um, it really good thing. And, and I think, you know, as we continue, we'll, we'll add similar types of awards and processes, but uh, so far this has been a great one for us. All right. So I got to know, was there anybody that nominated themselves? No, you cannot nominate yourself. Um, and you cannot vote more than once from, from an email address just to uh, get rid of the rigging, right? Somebody voting for themselves 170 times, right? So, uh, so yeah. I spend the rest of my time setting up emails so I can nominate somebody. Correct. There, there's a loophole, baby. <laughs> Thanks for showing everybody, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, that's a loophole for sure. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's uh, honor system. All right. So let's go back to the beginning. What is your first memory of an athletic trainer? Oh gosh, I got so many, but, um, let me see. I think that the one thing that happened to me in my career, when I first started, that probably taught me how to service this, uh, profession, the best is probably the best experience that I tell the story everywhere too. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, uh, Jim Madalino, who's at the university of Kentucky. Um, so when I first started, we had a, a sales rep that was working for us that moved on to another company. And the first actual trip I had to take to visit a customer was for University of Kentucky because the sales rep was really tight with them and uh, they were a big customer of ours, very loyal. So I had to show up there and try to like mend it and make sure that we're all good. Um, 
Jim is is well known for uh, his instruction. I'll say I'll say it that way. He's uh, he's got a lot of athletic trainers that come out of his system that end up being high level athletic trainers, whether they're in the NFL or D one football or something along those lines. They end up to pretty much the highest point you can get. Um, so I walk in there scared, nervous. Don't even know how this is going to go because I've never walked into an athletic training room in my life. I grew up playing ice hockey and uh, we didn't have an athletic trainer. If you were injured, they were like, the ice is there, go lay on it, right? Um, there wasn't much uh, help there in New York with uh, ice hockey. So I, I've never been into an athletic training room. I walk in not knowing what to expect and he sits me down and he gives it to me the hard way. He just basically says, look, you have uh, one opportunity to make this work. If it doesn't, you're out and we'll move to somebody else, but here's what I expect. And he basically taught me all the things that are important in this world of athletic training, which is I need my stuff yesterday. We're dealing with injuries, something we can't predict. And when we need stuff, we need them immediately. Um, and the value of tape and the value of just having things there in a timely manner and, and response time, right? Like basically like when I email you, when, when our, when our, ordering folks email you, we need quick responses. And it kind of just developed the way that I respond to my customers, where I started to say, well, I understand what's important now, right? Like, all I need to really do to be successful here, and not all because it's a lot of work, but the main keys to be successful are respond to your emails quickly, as fast as you can, get them their quotes, their pricing as fast as you can. And once they you come to terms, make sure that order gets there in the, in the quickest ways possible, which kudos to Henry Shine. Um, we have next day delivery. Our warehouses are machines. So it's my claim to fame. And, but I give all props to our warehouse folks. They, uh, they're, they're machines over there. And it's, it's amazing. If somebody orders a hundred cases of tape today, they get it tomorrow and, and it's consistent. So I just knew that that's what these folks needed. And as I moved on with my career and, and um, had more customers coming my way, I just kept on making sure I maintained those few things and success just came my way. And now as a leader, as I bring on new kids, uh, folks who this is their first job and I'm trying to show them how we need to service these customers, that those couple of things are the main things that I hone in on. So great experience for me and uh, we're great friends to this day. So I owe him the world for sure. All right. So if an athletic trainer wants to establish that relationship, so me at the secondary school, when I, I want to establish that relationship with you uh, and Henry Shine and, you know, build that trust, but also we can't be exclusive because of the bid system, that type of thing. Um, what are some of the things that, that I can do maybe as a young professional rising star to build that relationship, uh, to build that trust and, and not be just somebody who always feels like they ne are needy Who's always asking for something? Yeah, well, it's funny you should say that too, because so many times do I do I get sorries from customers, right? I'm sorry for bothering you. It's like, whoa, this is my job, right? This is what I do. So, like, we're we're here. I'm waiting for you to email me, by the way, just so you know. And if you're not emailing me and call me, I'm like scared to death, right? So, like, never ever think that you're bothering your sales rep. This is what they do, right? This is every day. It's like it's like an athlete walking in and. Uh, and, and you being like mad that they need to get something worked on, right? Like, it's just, it's just not how we work. We're, we're like waiting for this, right? So I think for a, a rising star, it's, it's, 
it's a matter of one building that relationship and, and putting the trust in the sales rep, which trust has to be earned. But we have a unique way of uh, working with customers now. And um, it's something that wasn't always in, in the game. So many athletic trainers are used to this bid process and having to get several bids. Um, the hospital ordering system doesn't work in that manner, right? So like hospitals work through contracts. Um, Henry Schein now has the ability to provide contracts to schools so that um, they could leave themselves from the bid process. It's basically what's called a cooperative. Um, it's a company that puts out a list of items out to bid where the winner now owns this contract and that schools, universities, um, any, any uh, public owned entity can utilize these contracts to save that grief of saving a penny on one item when you know the service isn't going to be there. And that's really the main thing, right? Like you have to show the customer the service. And then we have ways of making it where you don't have to go out to bid and, and bid these items out. Um, you're already going to be using a contracted price, which is all bid pricing anyway, right? We put our best foot forward with the pricing. When, we, when we're so used to this bid game, nobody messes with that end of it. Because the last thing you want to do is earn this relationship, earn this trust, and then lose it by one penny, right? So like we all just try to say, here's our best pricing out of the gate and, and keep it across uniform across the country. So having these contracts make it easier for people to buy, but um, relationship on the end of it is we talk. See, the best part is athletic trainers are, are like our, us as salespeople, right? You're dealing with people on every day. Um, you're blue collar like we are, right? And we all speak the same language. So just as you would have any friend in the world, you could talk to your sales rep like you would that, right? And, and know that, at the end of the day, as a sales rep, we do feel like we play a part in the game. We do feel like making sure your athletes are on the field are our number one priority because whether it's a local high school where I go watch the games here locally or it's um, a college team that I'm watching on television or a professional team, we, we feel like we play a part of, of the team because we're making things get to you guys in a fast way and making sure that your players are out there and playing. So we, we're on the same mission. So know that when building a relationship, we're all on the same mission. We're not against each other, right? We're, we want to get you your things and we want to get you what you need to make your job easier. So that makes for a great relationship, if you ask me. Throw in a so couple of sandwiches and some lunches, maybe a beer here and there, and that's a, that's a best friend for life. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so you mentioned watching on TV. Do you ever look, you know, watching a pro or college or uh, maybe a televised high school game and say, oh, yeah, hey, that's my product. Hey, hey there's some, you know, Hendersheen tape or Hendersheen yeah. water bottle or something like that because I know athletic trainers will do like, oh, hey, that's my athlete or that kind of thing. Do you ever you ever uh, catch yourself doing that? Right. I I certainly could tell you that majority of my sales reps take pictures of the screens and send them around to the group. Um, they do. They, they will like see a Hendershine box on the sideline and take a snapshot and we send it out to the team um, because it's like our trophy. Right. Um, I, when I watch sports, I'm more just uh, if I'm watching a team that's not my team that like I grew up with. Right. Like you're born into these teams. Right. Like I was mm -hmm. born into the Giants, Yankees, Knicks, Rangers. Right. Like I can't change that. I, that was my father. That's I'm born with that. Win or lose. I'm stuck with those guys. Right. right. Um, but 
when I watch other games, I, I vote for my customers, right? I wrote, I root for those guys. So I'm looking for them on the sidelines here and there, and I will catch those supplies. And that is exciting to see for sure. Um, it just shows that we're doing big things out there and we're doing our job. All right. Um, did you, were you able to view that video that I sent of our athletic training space? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So I want to talk about that in just a second. Um, so I've talked about it here on the podcast before we used to be in this little tiny space and I think it's like, like eight feet by 20 feet. And that was all of our athletic training room, all of our storeroom, everything. But then we took over a room that's probably twice the size and then they ended up putting the, a doorway through. So now we essentially have three times the, the space that we did this time last year uh, for athletic training, for rehab, for storage and, and all of that. Um, and so we're still in the process of working that out. So looking at thinking about that video that I showed you, and again, most people who are following the podcast I've seen on social media where I put videos or whatever it is of our space. And so uh, reference that, or I can put it in the, in the show notes here as well. Again, this is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash rising star. Oh no, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash elevate. Sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash elevate. So Eric, thinking about somebody who's trying to maximize their space uh, for athletic training, for athletic healthcare, taking a look at my video, what would you recommend that we do here at Passing High School? Yeah, so this is actually my, uh, another claim to fame for me. So I was a contractor prior to coming to Henry Schein. So lifetime of building since I was 17, working on construction sites up until I was about uh, 27. So um, the, this is where I thrive the most. So great, great topic. And, and I think we're at a point now where we're looked at as the go-to for new facility design and setups, just because of the breadth of the products that we, we offer, right? We, we have, all the tables and all the disposables. We also have a, a huge line of x-ray, uh, ultrasound, you name it. We have all the high ticket items too. So, I mean, we sell dental chairs and you see some of these uh, new facilities getting dental offices and whatnot within the facility. For you yourself, um, you know, space is key, right? So having the room is the biggest battle. When you have small space to work with, then you have to get pretty creative and, and figure out what's necessary. But for you, since you have this large space um, and you're in Texas, correct? Very, very common in Texas for athletic training rooms to be like ready to go for some for some big room stuff. But what we're starting to see here is, is we're starting to see a trend. So I've done multiple facilities for um, some SEC teams as well as some professional football teams that it's all about functionality, right? It's all about leaving space too, not always packing the room out. It's about leaving space for some of PT rehab agility work and whatnot. Um, so, so in, if I'm you, um, I'm looking at taping stations first, right? How many taping stations do I really need? Um, and, and I didn't know how many do you have? It's one athletic trainer there. Cause that plays a part in this. No, we have two full time. Good. All right. So you have the ability to like line people up and tape, um, in, in a university setting, it all is based on how many people you have, right? So if you have seven folks that are going to be taping, you need, in theory, at least seven taping uh, station seats, right? Because so that everyone lines up and you tape, everybody's got a spot to tape somebody at. With you, you could probably get away with two, but I would probably do a third or potentially even a fourth. So you have two people sitting 
getting taped and two people waiting so you guys could just move on to the next person and go back and forth, back and forth. And in that case, when you have a big space like you do, putting two taping stations back to back would be ideal, right? Then you would look for your treatment tables. The, the, the main table that's being asked for today is those stationary tables, not so much. It's more of the high-low tables. Just because you have folks different heights, um, different treatments that you may need to have the person in a lower position. So if you have the opportunity and the budget to do so, I always suggest for your treatment tables, go high-low, which are the metal tables that you have, like the foot pedals that can raise up and down. Um, another big part, just because we're on the furniture side, is we're talking about more and more branding, right? A lot of the schools are putting logos on everything. So the table manufacturers that we work with, uh, Athletic Edge being one, Houseman, and then Impact, uh, these are the most popular. Athletic Edge, Impact, more known for their metal tables, uh, aluminum, because long-lasting, you know, you'll never have to buy a table again. Houseman is, is your laminate side. Um, and then they have the high lows as well, just as much, uh, just as Athletic Edge and Impact have the high lows. So everybody's got the high lows, just a matter of budget, which way you're going to go, right? The aluminum is going to be the most expensive, but something that you're never going to have to get again. Um, so tables and all of that will be decided as part of the layout, right? Where do you want these tables to be? Therefore, what that wall size is, which if I had measurements and stuff, I can give you the exact on all that. Usually we ask for a floor plan. We create the floor plan with our manufacturers. So basically we can lay it all out for you, a virtual walkthrough. Um, the tables, they create these mock-ups where you could literally see exactly what the table is going to look like in the end, which is great. Rather than saying, okay, I know what my logo is going to look like on there, but what is a table going to really look like with all the colors and everything? Um, so getting that whole thing first is, is the main priority. So for your space, if I had the measurements, I would have told you, I would put these tables here, these tables here, some modality carts, right? So you, you'd put those between the high-lows so that you can have your um, electrotherapy units and any type of modality that you have, your game readies, your Thermexes uh, posted up on there so that you can set people up, Normatex, things of this nature. You're starting to see a huge trend in recovery rooms. So if you have extra space where uh, this kind of gives an athletic trainer some time to get between patients, you could hook somebody up on a Normatec, put them in a uh, zero gravity chair, and, and let them sit in that for 20 minutes until you have the opportunity to actually look at them. And that'll start working on their injury immediately, right? So you're starting to see where folks have this extra space that they're creating these like recovery sections, um, which just gives them like almost a second hand, right? Like, it's almost like, I know you need to be worked on, but let's start here, get you warmed up, come to me, and then we'll go from there. And then leaving space, open space for that agility work, right? So um, you said you have three rooms, right? Was it? You... Uh, no, I was saying we have three times the space. So oh, it's basically one, one big room. One big room. Yeah. So like putting, putting your taping stations against the wall um, or creating a middle uh, knee wall, which is what we're seeing a lot of too, where on one side of the knee wall in the center of the room is the taping station. On the other side is your uh, treatment tables, right? And then leaving a back end of that room with, for all that agility work and maybe a potentially a corner of that room for that recovery room uh, section, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think with that, it's, it's better to sit with the actual plans and the size of the room and the drawings to actually lay it out properly. But looking at your space, you have a lot of possibilities. 
right? Like there's, there's a ton of different ways that we could do that, but you definitely have the room for taping stations, treatment tables, modality carts, which are like the basic, you need those, right? And then adding in, like, like I said, a corner for that recovery and then um, room, just leaving open space for you to do agility work. I just came back actually yesterday, I was at uh, University of Florida and they did something great. They put like a small little turf section in their room it wasn't gigantic. It was just small, perfect for them to just do a little bit of agility work there. Um, although they have a, a bigger one and they have the indoor facility and all that stuff for them to do it. It's just easier for them to have folks doing drills in front of them while they're, while they're in the main athletic training room. So really cool idea on my, on my side and, and something you should check out. I all, I always recommend that to folks that are looking to reestablish their room is is uh do a little tour of some of the bigger spots although you may not be able to do all that they have um it's good to get concepts right so uh so that the turf idea is actually something that we've seen at a physical therapy clinic and we're actually in the process of trying to get because each of our high schools we they passed a bond at the, at the district and they're putting turf fields on each of the high schools and so i, I already cool. told them i was like hey if you can get an extra strip of turf we want it in here because we, you know, we've had a kid slip doing rehab because the, because yeah. you know, it's just, there's dirt on the floor and they're doing jumping stuff and yeah. it's not dry and it's a good condition, but it's a slick floor with some dirt on it and they slip. So let's, let's see if we can put that turf in there and give everybody a little bit safer and more realistic, you know, opportunity for, for rehab. And, and we're going to have to, I guess, minimize the, the middle open space, but we're going to put a turf strip against the, the wall to give, you know, the better situation there. And yeah, I definitely love that. And we're going to continue to adjust things because we have, we got a grant from the education foundation and we got uh, four sets of recovery boots and Theragons and rec the zero gravity chairs. And I'm telling you that those things are awesome because it, it really is okay. Hey, we'll hit, you know, kids, you want to use the boots, you got to hit the foam roller and then, you know, then you can use the boots, that kind of thing. So we're just working on all of them for recovery and, for us, it was pretty much all free because it was through a grant. So I had to do the work. I had to write the grant and uh, do all that stuff. But grants are amazing. Yeah, <laughs> they're a huge win for everybody. But yeah, well, just to your, to your point on the open space, the turf becomes your open space, right? right. Like if, as long as you have the turf there, that's where all that work can get done. And and I would you wouldn't need much any other space if you have a turf strip and there will be some strips left. They just did the baseball field next to my house here and they had tons of strips left. So I, I asked them for some and they gave me some. So I have, uh, <laughs> I got some too for my house, but um, I would tell you that, uh, that you're right on with your thought process. And, um, and, I, and it's funny because every year somebody does a new facility and tries to, you know, it's like keeping up with the Joneses, right? So uh, for instance, Clemson did theirs, I don't know, four years ago, and they're redoing theirs again. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's trying to get what, what's the best out there that other people don't have, right? And uh, I'll tell you, when I walked in the University of Florida and I saw that little turf spot, I was like, genius. So if you can make that happen, kudos to you. Yep. So shout out to Houston Methodist, our sponsor there, because that's where I, the first place I, I saw it in an athletic training facility. And they, you know, they actually have like a custom turf. So it's like, a square marked so you can do certain things or whatever, you know, different patterns. So that they had it, you know, specifically made for the physical therapy clinic. So it was really cool, cool there. Um, talking about supporting athletic trainers, doing things, you said a free lunch, throwing a beer, that kind of thing. Um, in ATA this year, I didn't go, I don't know if I'm going to go next year, but what are some of the things that 
Hinushin is doing for athletic trainers at the convention or a way that a young professional can connect with y'all there? Yeah, so we we set up a huge booth, right? And this year we actually, a good spinoff to our last topic because I literally made a full athletic training room as our booth, right? So I I took all the tables from every manufacturer, put them in our booth and laid it out just like I said. We put a knee wall down the middle and I had all the different taping stations and tables on each side of the knee wall just to show folks what really is the hardest thing to do when it's time to order something is like planning and designing a facility, right? So I wanted to show them all the options side by side. So we had all the different modalities, all the different uh, taping stations, all the different high lows, good comparisons, field, we had field carts, uh, field tables, things for people, uh, the more capital equipment style items um, there. Um, so yeah, so for us, it was more about getting the, getting the athletic trainers to come to the booth so that we could show them the process live. Like normally you would do that process and you'd be showing comparisons online and showing pictures. This was an opportunity to show that process live. So if you were at NATA and you're in the middle of planning your booth, you could have literally figured it all out right there. Right. So that was the goal for that entire, uh, for this year. Um, we, we don't necessarily have like um, events at NATA because there's so many events and we're always, our reps are being pulled in directions to go to this alumni event or one of our manufacturers is having an event. So there's no way for us to really carve out. We'd be competing with so many different events and it makes it not worth it. So we jump around and we support each event. So we would support, let's just say your college's alumni party, right? Like we would support this good customer of ours, different events that they're having. There's Hall of Fame dinners. There's so much stuff that we go to. We just look to support those. And that's our way of uh, supporting the profession at the NATA. But the real goal there is to is awareness, right? Our goal for at NATA is to bring our entire team in, which gives us an opportunity to bond together. Um, gives us an opportunity for me to know one of my sales reps customers and and one of my sales reps gets to know one of my customers and we they they have multiple faces that they could put with the name Henry Shine um, because people move around right athletic training it's funny because when I first started I'm from Long Island New York right and I started in the southeast territory so Florida Georgia Alabama Tennessee Mississippi and I'm like oh boy how am I fitting in there we're like in the bible belt I'm a New Yorker. I drop a bunch of F-bombs, right? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard. Well, I, what I thought was hard. Then I walk into an athletic training room, my first one, University of Kentucky, and everybody in there is from all over the place, right? So people move around regularly, right? I was just, again, uh, one of the new athletic trainers at um, University of Florida when I was there yesterday. He came for football, Tony Hill. He's from California. Now he's in Gainesville, Florida. Right. So like it's a melting pot, this athletic training world and everybody's from all over the place. So when when you get an opportunity to meet um, other reps at that event. So just in case you move, you may have a different rep. So we start to build that relationship nationally so that everybody knows all the Henry Shine reps rather than just your rep. Just in case you make a move. And you'll be able to do that. So having that awareness, having the awareness of all the things that we sell, because most folks don't even know. They think maybe we just sell tape or maybe we just sell this, that. Uh, most folks don't understand that we have everything and anything that they could ever need. So sh showing all the things that we have available 
makes it easier for them to get their orders together and try to consolidate their ordering with one vendor rather than having multiple people they have to call to do their job. Because ordering is a second job, by the way, you know, especially when you get into these larger outfits that have multiple sports and at a collegiate level, and they all have their own training rooms and you have to order for every training room. There's so much going on with the ordering process that consolidating is what the future is, right? Because it becomes another job if you have to know how many different manufacturers did you order from? What did you get from each of them? And how many invoices do I have to pay? And who is this from? And who track? Who do I get tracking for on this item? If you know everything you bought was from Henry Shine, it just makes it a lot easier. Yeah, that's a great point is, hey, do, do this most simple solution if you're feeling overwhelmed. So a lot of athletic trainers do, you know, they're single athletic trainer at a, at a school. And so, yes, you want to stretch your budget, but also don't, spend all of your energy budgeting and, and ordering supplies and not have anything left for your family, for your house, for the actual athletic care. So a great point there. Um, so I, we're coming towards the end. I know Lauren is the one that connected us. She works there with you, Eric. She wanted to mention the, you know, if you want to connect with Henry Sheen, you can, they're pretty much their LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, if you just look up Henry Sheen, they're there. Uh, Eric, I know you put your cell phone on here. Is that something you want to share publicly on the podcast or you want them to come find it? Yeah, they could definitely call me. Look, I'm uh, I'm open for business, they say, right? So hey, if you guys ever need me, it's eric.kearns at henryshine.com, H-E-N-R-Y-S-C-H-E-I-N. And my number is 631-793-5020. Call me. I'll connect you with the proper rep. And uh, we look forward to working with every athletic trainer in this country. So um, anyone that needs help or feels like they want the best service on the planet, reach out to us and we're, we're the ones to do it. And, uh, and, I, and I live by what I said earlier, you know, we do well by doing good and we like to do good for this community. And we like to do good, do good for this profession, but we take our job seriously first and foremost. Um, and we, we want to make sure that you guys get your stuff quickly. And, and trust me, we're like Jimmy John's. We're freaky fast with our delivery. So all good, guys. All right. I don't think we mentioned the timetable timeline for the Rising Star Award. When does that open, close? Yeah, oh, yes. It happens uh, during National Athletic Training Month. So starts the first of the month, ends the last of the month. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Fantastic. So look for that coming up, the Rising Star Award. So nominate somebody who you feel is deserving. Uh, I have a coworker who I think is fantastic. So I'm going to probably look at this and see if I can nominate Sophia. And I'll be sure I'll be sending out emails through the, the podcast email and social media stuff to, so you can hopefully vote for her. Because truly working with somebody who's young in the profession, but who's confident and knowledgeable and just hardworking is is amazing and they need to know it like somebody like me i'm you know established i know what i know and i you know i keep learning keep growing but the younger professionals they just they need that encouragement to keep going because we are as athletic trainers burning people out and losing them so we need to we need to give them that extra bit we need to help elevate the profession you know make the changes a little bit from all the different angles whether that's the administrative side the legal side the awards and nominations and recognition and you know even if it's a free t-shirt from henry sheen saying hey I'm a superstar athletic trainer. Cool. You know what? I'm aware of that. I'm hanging on my wall. Uh, do something like that. So look for Great that. Great idea. Coming. I'm going to start making those shirts. Great <laughs> idea, but I agree 100%. All right. So then you'll have to make sure you send me one so I can put it up on my uh, on my wall in there. Done. Uh, <laughs> all right. So if you want to connect with Eric, again, 
sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash elevate. That has a bunch of these links that Eric and Lorna put in here. It also has the link to the Rising Star Award or the previous Rising Star Award. So you can check that out, uh, kind of get your your nominations ready or get your story straight for the whoever it is you're going to nominate. Um, and then if you need to discuss the your room setup or budgeting tips, things like that, then go ahead and reach out to to Eric and see what he can do. He can connect you with your, the local person or help you himself. So, uh, Eric, final thoughts. Hey, I just want to say we thank everybody out there. Uh, we do appreciate your business and, and your friendships more than anything. And look for us to continue to do more in the profession. We, we, we really uh, love this profession and the folks that are involved. So us supporting it is a big uh, to do for us. And, and again, thank you so much, Jeremy, and appreciate you as well. All right. So for Jeremy Jackson, Eric Kearns, Henry Sheen, and the Rising Star Award, this is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash elevate. Again, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash elevate so I can have links and stuff there. And that is a wrap. Thanks. Thank you.